Hi everyone, I'm Annika and this is the Tried and Truth Podcast. Welcome to the podcast everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Today you are in for a treat because there is something for everyone in today's episode. Whether you're a single parent, a small business owner, you love some good inspiration, love some pie, or even just the food scene, it is such an encouraging and inspiring episode. We're sitting down with Lindsay Lawing of Sweet Lucy Pies, and you will get to hear her story of how she went from a single mom to six pies at a farmer's market to what she's become today. So I hope that you'll be inspired by today's episode and also go check out some of her amazing pie. So here's today's episode. Take a listen. Lindsay, thanks so much for being here. This is going to be really fun. I feel like anytime you get to talk to cool people and talk about pie, it's just going to be fun. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. (laughs) So, okay. So for all of our listeners and those who don't know you or aren't here in Fort Worth, I would love for us to just kick off our conversation with a little bit about who you are and what you do and a little intro to your story, because this is, I think your story is so inspiring and I'm just excited to dive into your story and beyond. Okay, so yes, I'm Lindsay Long, and um, I am the owner of Sweet Lucy's Pies here in Fort Worth, and we are what I say a pop-up style bake shop, but we're a specialty made-to-order pie company kind of here in the heart of Fort Worth. Um, We like to say we have funky flavors, we bake with a whole lot of whiskey, Um, and we have our signature flaky crust, which is what I think makes our pies stand out um, here among all the other pie and, and bakery people in Fort Worth. And you can have a good pie, but you can't have good pie without the crust. And so that so is sure. what we do well. And um, yeah, so how Sweet Lucy's Pies kind of came to fruition as I am a single mom. I am a hundred percent all the way on my own single mom and have been since my daughter, Lucy, of which Sweet Lucy's Pies is named, was born. Um, I kind of was, trying to go to school, working, and just in my 20s having fun, I got pregnant with my daughter and just kind of really did some soul searching as to what my life looked like for the future and what I was going to do to, you know, really take care of her, provide for her, and what I wanted to show her, you know, that I was doing with my life for her. And so Sweet Lucy's Pies was born literally out of a notebook that I had and just started writing down some names and some ideas. And at the time, there was no other pie shops in Fort Worth. You know, there was some pie bakeries that did pie, but there wasn't um, a pie shop per se. And so we really kind of found that niche and was like, let's make pies. And um, I started when my daughter was about six months old and never made a pie in my life, never ate pie. My family really wasn't pie, a pie family per se. And so um, I just kind of randomly was like, well, let's start making pies and try to sell them at the farmer's market. So I was at work, which I used to work at Riata, um, in downtown Fort Worth and was reading a 360 West magazine. I'll never forget it. It was like one of those moments that kind of changes your life. (laughs) And they had a couple articles in there about some up and coming farmer's markets that were opening in Fort Worth. And one of them was called the Crestline Farmer's Market. And I called the manager and said, Hey, I've got this little business that I'm running out of my home called Sweet Lucy's Pies. And can I have a booth and come sell? And she graciously allowed me to um, set up a booth and sell. And I made six pies and it took me, I think I stayed up all night making them. And to the six people that bought those pies, if you're listening, I'm very sorry because I'm sure they were not that great. But I sold all six pies and thought it was the best day of my life, the greatest, greatest triumph that I'd sold those six pies. 
And it was literally like Sweet Lucy's Pies was born. She was born. The business was born. And that's where we where we started off. And um, yes, so I did that on the weekends and worked at my job during the weekdays. And little Lucy just kind of tagged along on the entire ride. My sister, my right-hand woman, helped out with her when I was at my job during the week. And then she came to the market with us on the weekends. And yeah, it was a couple years in when I just kind of came to a fork in the road and said, what do I, what do I want to do? Do I want to make the pies or do I want to go back to school or do I want to do this? And it was one of those pivotal moments where the business wasn't thriving because I wasn't all in it. And so I remember my mom saying, you've got to decide because you've got to make money. You have to make a career choice. And so I said, let's do it. So I quit my full-time job and I dove in just feet first to the pie business. And I just remember sitting on my computer, just networking with anybody I could network with, getting in the door with, with anybody that would have us pop up and really dove into crafting the art of pie, as I like to say it. And, you know, bringing my product to kind of this subpar product to what I see today is just really a well-crafted, delicious product. And so, um, yeah, it just went full time and God really showed up and said, this is it, you know, um, this is where I'm directing you and leading you. And things just worked out and we got busier and busier and busier throughout the years. Um, last year we had one of our record sales years, which is crazy, especially during COVID. And Lucy has been along for the journey and she's gone to so many meetings with me and so many events with me and so many late nights in the kitchen with me and slept on, you know, couches at restaurants that were in it late at night baking. And so she's very proud of it. And she feels so a part of it because it's sweet Lucy's. And so I'm almost going to cry about it. Just it's, it's been such a journey for her and I, um, many highs and lows in the road along that, that journey. And so, um, yeah, it's just, it's built, it's built us, it's built who we are. And it's also allowed me to follow my dreams, but it's allowed me to show Lucy that you can do anything if you really set your mind to it. And so she has seen me at my worst, but she's also seen me thrive and grow into my best is who I am talking to all of you today is, is probably the Lindsay that I have wanted to be my entire life and finally um, have gotten, gotten to that point. And so that is where Sweet Lucy's Pies came from and, and where we are today. That is just so inspiring. I feel like it yeah. just gives me chills. <laughs> and it's so crazy. Yeah, I'm just like, I was sitting over here just smiling because I, I obviously, I, I mean, you and I had just met recently, but, you know, hearing where your story came from, I think that's the part that so many people don't hear. And mm -hmm. just when you look back, I think we forget how far we've come. And I think we are, we're wired to think how far we have to go in our business or in our life or in our career or in our parenting or whatever Absolutely. it is. Yeah. But to just pause for a moment in life and reflect on where it started with six pies and just picking up the phone saying, I've kind of got this little thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, can I, can I just uh, have a little pop-up shop, you know, it started with six pies. And I think it, it is just so inspiring. Cause I, I think for a lot of people, we feel like we got to show up with 600 things and it's like, no, mm -hmm. you just start small and you're faithful in these, these small things and, and look what, 
what happens from that. And two, just being able to like take your daughter along this journey. I think for kids, especially today, what an amazing opportunity because so much of what we're showing our kids today is things are easy. Mm-hmm. They don't see the hard work that goes behind things and the strength and resilience that's built through challenges and through late nights and through, you know, highs and lows, the really great years and the really hard years. And, you know, bringing your, your daughter into the reality of that and strengthening her in that journey is just such a cool thing. I'd, I'd love to just kind of talk for a second about that fork in the road that you talked about. Because I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to in in anything, like no matter what you do, right? You get to this fork in the road. And I thought what you said was so well put of, you know, I was kind of doing it okay because I'm not all in. And, you know, what, what made you say I'm stepping all in here and giving up all of this? Like, how did you navigate just that decision process to just step all into one direction? Um, you know, I think I just, it was, I really prayed on it one. Um, but two, I knew that I had something that I really, truly enjoyed doing. And so I wanted to, I wanted to pursue that, you know, everybody has this, this idea in their head that they want to do what they love for the rest of their life. Um, and I'm a firm believer that God gives you a talent and you have to figure out what that talent is and use that talent because you can use that talent to do so many wonderful things in your life. And so I just kept feeling, feeling very led and I just kind of abandoned every thought process that was saying, don't do this because you're going to fail. Don't do this because it may, you know, you may not make it. It was, it was go for it. If we can make it work great. If not, then I, you know, I know I have to go back down the road and go the other direction. Just, I knew that I loved making pies. I knew that I loved having Lucy with me. I knew that I loved being able to be with her you know, for that amount of time, I mean, I didn't miss hardly any time with her. And so that for me was so very important was that if she was going to have a single parent, I was going to be the best single parent and spend as much time as I could with her. And so, um, yeah, I think, I think those kind of things combined, I just said, let's go this direction and, and make it work. And, and so it was, it was also wanting to feel like I had a purpose going that direction. Um, you know, I wasn't very passionate at the job I was working at anymore. I'd been stuck there for quite a while. I was searching for a way to go back to school and it just, nothing ever kind of got to the point where I felt that was the way to go. And so, you know, like I said, I just felt like this was where I was being pulled and, and just went for it. Yeah. And I still feel like I'm walking that road where, you know, it is uncertain with any small business, there is uncertainty of the future. And um, I think it's just kind of where I've had to really learn to be one day at a time. And this is what I have to tackle today. And this is where the business is at today. And I'm going to work every day to grow it. But I, I have to, yeah, just kind of, kind of keep walking that path every day. Yeah, it's a this place that we arrive. And yeah, I think entrepreneurship is is so much harder than it's not for the weak at heart and the weak at spirit. It's it's definitely a a hard journey. And you know, as an entrepreneur and as a single mom and as you know, doing all the the amazing things that you're doing, like how how do you draw that line to where, you, like you said, you still have time for the things that are really important? Like, how do you say no to the things that you need to say no to? Because I think that's so hard for so many as entrepreneurs. It's so hard to ever you know, close your business, right? Especially when 
like your sales are online or you have pop-up shops, like you have these set things, but then there's all this behind the scenes work that has to happen. So how do you shut down, you know, the business just to, to be present in, in the moments and in life and not miss out on those things? How do you draw that line and separate? Well, I, I think I just, I just do, I just have to, and it, it's taking me, taken me a long time to get to that point where I have to just stop what I'm doing and say enough is enough for today. And this is what's important to me with Lucy, the homework, you know, the older they get, the more homework and the more, you know, she's a very, very driven little girl. And so for her routine is very important. And that's one thing that's been hard for me to kind of grow through the years with her. And so the more she's needing that routine, the more I have to really acknowledge that. And I think for me, the way that I started the business, kind of our business model early on was Lucy's first for me. And so um, as I grew the business, I always kind of had to have that in mind of I'm doing it this way because I want to be present in her life. And so, um, you know, even as we get really busy, I will just, I'll take a week off. I'll close up and just say, I have to, I have to close and I have to take care of the laundry pile that's piled up or the homework that needs to get done, the projects and the the things that really are, are here at my home life that need taken care of, because if that's all in chaos, then everything else kind of follows that chaos. And so I think, I think you have to force yourself to just kind of say, I have to take a break today. You know, I'm, I'm done with today. I've just got to focus on other things. And so for me, my mentally, you know, and physically, that break is so crucial and it gives me time to connect with Lucy. It gives me time to connect with, you know, going to church and doing things that I really need to focus on um, personally versus the business. But, you know, when I, when I am working, when those weeks are busy, I'm going full speed ahead. And so there's days that weeks that I don't have a day off that I'll work, you know, I still, still take off the time in the evening to be with her. But if I have to go back and do computer work or, you know, things like that in the evenings, I put her to bed and I go back and do those things. And so I work hard when I'm working and then work hard to take those, that time off to, to spend. Yeah. And I think, I think the, the more that I'm in business, the longer that I'm in business, the more I see how important that is. I think when you're first starting a business, when you're first starting out, it's, it's just, we got to grow. We got to figure out how to do this. We got to make money. We have to do all these things. And I think the longer that you're in it, it's just kind of like, yes, those things are important. But I also, for me personally, I want a life too. You know, at the end of the day, Lucy and, and that aspect is what matters to me the most. And so um, I've tried to figure out how to balance those very, very evenly. It's, don't get me wrong. It's taken me the seven years we've been in business to figure that out. But I finally, I finally feel like her and I are in this groove where, you know, when I say that I'm the best me I am, I think it's, it's, I'm in a time in my life, a phase in my life where we, she's older. And so we just, we figure it out when she needs me. She's mom, I need you. I need you to stop. I need some time. And I say, okay. And just make it work. Yeah. I think like you said, at the end of the day, you know, we look back and we say, okay, what really mattered? And think it's just having the courage to draw the line and when you are somewhere it's being fully there and when you're somewhere else when you're with her when you're at work whatever you're doing you do it the best you possibly can show up for that finish that wrap that up and there's always going to be work but the time that we have with our kids we're not always going to have that and I think it's hard to remember those things especially as a parent 
in a time where things can get really stressful and there's a lot of energy and there's a lot going on, but no, I, I love that. That's really good. One of the things you said earlier was, you know, as you got further along in your business, you set out to say like, we're going to have the crust that's different, right? You know, it, it's something so simple, but it's something so profound that's really shaped so much of what you're known for and what really took you in a, in a different direction. How did you decide this is what's going to make us stand out? This is how we differentiate ourselves or make us different than, than everything else that's already out there. Or even at the time, right, there wasn't all that's out there now. How did you say, like, what can we do to just make us different or make this, we, my husband, I always call it the plus one. Like, how do we just up the ante on, on what we're yeah. providing? I really don't know how it, it I'm going to be honest with you. It, I never set out to have this great crust. It was just, I want to make a really good pie. And I'm, I'm, I'm a filling girl. Like I love weird, crazy flavors. I love, you know, growing things in my garden to experiment with. Um, there is a whole Texas agriculture out there that, that you can get the coolest products grown right here, even in DFW. And so that, that's where my head is always at. What can I put in this pie? But the crust, the crust just kind of came about and experimented with all different ingredients in the crust. Should I go butter? Should I go Crisco? Should I go this or go that? And it just kind of evolved. And, you know, my mom is a crust, a crust, a pie crust person. And so that she has critiqued me along the way. And so we finally, I just got it to where it was just this uber flaky, really tasty crust. And it kind of took off on it on its own. <laughs> um, and that became what people really commented about when they left us reviews or we had people email us about the pies. The crust was what stood out. We love your crust. And so that was when we realized that the crust was what we had that made us, that set us apart then we really made that kind of what our, our thing, our plus one was, is we call um, our customers, our hashtag crustless groupies. And we, um, you know, really kind of promote that we've had, uh, and I, and I hate to say this on, on the podcast, but that our crust is like crack. And so we've, we've called, we've done like pie crust crack in the market where we'll do just pieces of the crust with cinnamon and sugar. And so we just, we knew we had a product that, that had something different. And so we, we honed in on that and said, let's, the crust is, the crust is where it's at. And I'm a, I'm a, I used to never eat pie, but I'm a pie connoisseur now. And so when I travel, I love to go taste other people's pie and, and see kind of what, what everybody's interpretation is of, of a good crust and what they use and things like that. And, and people in Fort Worth, you know, I think, I think pie is reminiscent of kind of a lot of people, it's a nostalgic dessert. And so it brings them back to their childhood with their grandmother made pie or their mother made them pies. And so when I have people that say your crust is just like my mother or my grandmother, and this, you know, brings me back. That's what, that's what we're trying to do is, is you eat a slice of pie and you're just kind of in the feels of, of what your childhood was or something, you know, really happy in your life. And so, yeah, the crust just kind of, evolved into and it, it took me a long time the first couple of years I was just all over the place with it I didn't know what I was doing and then it just I kind of got to that point and I I can make crust in my sleep <laughs> anymore and so it's it's something I mean I hand roll if you've ever had a sweet Lucy's pie or you get a sweet Lucy's pie I hand roll each and every pie crust from the large ones to the tiny ones and so I yeah and so it's just it's just a it literally is a labor of love yeah Oh, I love that. I feel like you've got this, the story, right? You've got the story of sweet Lucy pie, but then you also over the course of trial and error, you kind of discover the foundation 
and the nostalgia thing too. Yeah. I, I feel like for me, the reason I love pie is growing up, but that was probably about a six to seven years in my childhood where my grandmother picked me up from school every single day. And my grandma was very rigid scheduled every day. She had, you know, breakfast at this time, lunch was at 12 noon, no earlier, no later. It was like on the dot. And, you know, every day at three, she had to have coffee and dessert. That was her thing. And so she would pick me up at three and we would every single day go get some kind of like sweet bread or pie, but pie was her favorite. So, and she didn't cook a lot, but like holidays, she would make her pie. And it was just for me, like you said, it is, it is really nostalgic and you know every year on her birthday we try to go at three o'clock go get coffee and pie and it's just it's something that is it is very nostalgic and it's something that is really special and you know I feel like it's it's not cupcake or cake or celebratory thing it's like it's something that there's a feeling and an enjoyment that both come together with it so I, I love that you shared that you know one of the other things that that you and I have talked about before that I'd love for you to just speak a little bit about is, you know, when you started, there wasn't a lot, you know, pie shops weren't necessarily the thing yet. And, you know, now I think so much has changed where people want this experience or, you know, they, they want to have, um, I feel like you just see more, more of like dessert shops popping up or bake shops popping up here and there. And you had posted something a while back that I just really struck a chord with me. Cause you said, you know, there's enough pie to go around. And I think no matter what we do, whether we love to right. Or we want to be a teacher or we want to be whatever it is we want to be. We feel like, well, someone else is already doing it, or there's already that that exists. You know, how do you navigate your, your place and your space and still have that mindset that there's plenty to go around. So I'm going to keep showing up and the people that are going to come to me are going to come to me. Like, how do you navigate that? I think it, it just, first you kind of accept it. And you have to kind of own that, okay, I'm now not the only pie place in Fort Worth. Um, And that was, that's a lesson in itself, just to come, you know, to be able to say, okay, well, um, I'm doing what I'm doing. And it's, it's kind of a blow that there's other people doing the same thing. But instead of, instead of letting that defeat me, it kind of defined me. Um, it, It let me come to this point in my life where, okay. I do something. Yes, we're all making pie, but like you said, like we said, pie is is one of those things. One of those things that kind of brings happiness. It brings those memories. And so, what my you know, there's enough there's enough pie to go around. Everybody is is making something different. Um, and I think if you were to taste every all the pie that is in Fort Worth, you'd find something different and kind of a, a feeling in each each one of those different uh, different pie places. And so. Um, I think what it allowed me to do was figure out, I think I said early on kind of that everybody has, everybody has a talent, everybody has a craft. And I think God gives each and every one of us something special and it's up to you to figure out what that something special is and how are you going to use it in your life to make your business better? Um, You know, find that craft and make a living out of it, find that talent and make your life happier. And so I really thought pie is my talent, even though there's all these other places, my talent brings something different to the table, the same way that, um, you know, Emporium Pies bring something different and Buttermilk Sky brings something different and they all have their own stories and those stories help, um, you know, they're shaping their customers' lives the way that I feel like my story is shaping some of my customers' lives. And so I think, yeah, there is enough pie to go around and what I'm doing um, is different from what those places are doing 
but also it just, um, it allowed me to really think hard about what I see the future of my business being. Do I want to open a storefront like those places or do I see myself going in a very different direction? And, and at one point in my life, I thought I want to, I want to be like Emporium Pies. I want to open a pie shop and I want to do these things. And then really it allowed me to reach deep into my heart and my soul and, and what I, you know, think God is leading me to do and, and go into a different direction. And, and, you know, what I want to do with my life kind of with Lucy and long-term is very different than what I, you know, what I thought. And so this monumental event of these places opening that I was kind of really had to take a day to just, um, what's the word I'm looking for to really just kind of work out and come to terms with it ended up being one of those moments that just, I think really changed what the course of my future. And so it just, it, it made me really think about what, what I wanted to do, but it, it made me appreciate um, those places also. So I see stories in all of them and I see what their journeys are. And we're all at the end of the day, everybody is just trying to, trying to make it. And so, um, yeah, if you're, if you're ever struggling with something that you feel like, well, there's enough, like you said, there's enough writers, there's enough journalists, there's enough photographers, there's enough, all of these different things. Um, there's room for everybody. Everybody has a, something different to bring to the table. I think that's so good. I feel like you've done such a beautiful job of creating community and not necessarily competition. And I think as a business owner, I think naturally, right? We do, we need to have competition. Competition's good. Competition is good because I think it, it does bring us to that place. Like you said, that challenges us to think about what is it that we really want? Do I want to be like everybody else or, you know, do I really want a different story? And I think that that, you know, competition is very healthy and it is, it's great for, but it's also not the core of, of who we are. Okay. I think you, like you said, it's, it's about just community and creating, we're all doing something different and we all have a different touch on our craft or how we show up for the world and not letting that burn out your light, but really keep it lit for even longer. And yeah. And I, and I want to say, I think everybody is competitive naturally. Everybody's like you said, I'm, I'm competitive. And so, but I think it, it allowed me to be competitive in a different way. Like, okay, well, I'm kind of feeling stuck right now, but this has given me this push to say, I want to go forward and I want to do this because they're doing that and they're so successful. Well, I can do this and be successful in my own right. And in, in, in the way that I want to go in the way that I truly, truly want to go. And so it's okay to be competitive, just use it and, and use it to thrive and do what you really want to do. Yeah look at everybody else just so long as to get inspiration. And when you hit yes. that point where the inspiration is now turning to internal turmoil, move. Get yes. out of your social media feed. Stop scrolling. Stop looking. Stop <laughs> looking. Like you have to get the point. Like once that cross, you're, you see yourself crossing that bridge, go back. Because once you're on the other side, it's so hard to get back to where you started. So yeah, no, that's... Oh, absolutely. My mom, ha when all of that happened, my mom just said, do what you need to do. Look where, look at the social media that you need to look at and then close it up, give yourself 24 hours and move on. And I did. I mean, it was a, it was a 24 hours where I, I cried a little, I was feeling sorry for myself a little bit. And then I thought, 
well, I could sit here and let it defeat me. They're still going to be succeeding, but I'm the one that, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to be my worst enemy. And so I can, I could sit here and feel sorry for myself or I can get up tomorrow and say, all right, let's, you know, let's do this and, and go forward. And so, um, you know, there's, there's so many lessons in owning a small business and running a small business. And that's just, you know, competition is one of them. Are there any other lessons that you want to share today or any others that come to mind that you just feel like, oh, good life lesson you've learned that we can all learn from you with? (laughs) Um, Well, small business life lesson that somebody told me a long time ago, um, do one thing and do that thing to the best of your ability. And once you have that one thing, don't, don't try to do a million things, do one thing. And so I think that's where the pie is really, I had all these thoughts of doing all these things. And really he said, okay, Lindsay, knock that off, figure out what you want to do. And so pie was it. And that, that turned out to be one of the best, you know, pieces of advice I've been ever, ever given, because then I was able to create this really great product that has allowed me to be who I am today and and let the business be where it is today. And then I would say life lessons, you know, I've, I have been through this monumental journey the last year in my life where I really struggled with some things and um, kind of what, what my life was going to be in the future. And, and personally, just kind of at the end of the day, um, when you're gone, things don't matter. You know, how much money you have doesn't matter. Is it, a, you know, does it make life easier? Yes, but I can't take those things with me. And so for me, savor, savor the moments, um, do something you've never done before. I just recently took my daughter camping for the first time. I'm not a camper. I've never gone camping by myself. And we went and we bought all the camping things and started a fire and went camping and went hiking her and I, and it has inspired me to just do these things that I've never thought I was possibly able to do. And I feel like I can do anything. And so, um, yeah, work hard, but play harder too, I guess. And, and don't miss out on the things that when you're older and you're no longer able to do that, you look back and say, I wish I would have done those instead of, instead of, you know, something else. And so, um, God gave us this wonderful ability to explore and enjoy life and find your purpose. And I think when you find your purpose, you find out who you really are and that it just kind of sets you free. So, yeah. I love that. That is a perfect way to just sum up our conversation. (laughs) I usually ask people, you know, what does success look like? And I feel like you just hit the nail on the head with, with how you just define the things that, that really are important and seizing the opportunity to embrace and be adventurous and try new things. And, you know, we try those things, like you said, it inspires us because it's something that's, that's different. And it's that whole, like be conformed or be transformed in order to be transformed. You got to do something different. So I love that. Just yeah, go out there and, and try something different and, and savor those moments that really are important. Well, Lindsay, this was super inspiring and, and super insightful. I just, I love hearing your story and the journey that's got you to where you are today that is you know, making such a huge impact in our community. For you know, anyone that isn't in Fort Worth that wants to just you know, follow along so when they do come here, they know where to go, where can people find you? So we sell um, over at Love Local Coffee Shop, which if you're not familiar, it's over kind of by I-20 and Hewland Street. So we sell pie by the slice there weekly. We sell um, on Thursdays, we call it pie Thursdays at Myron Sage, and we offer a gluten-free option there. 
And then we sell weekly at the Clearfork Farmer's Market on Saturdays from eight to noon. And then of course you can special order from us anytime. And you can find us online at sweetlucyspies.com on all social media. And yes, we are we are so thankful to, to be on here. And we're so thankful to be a part of the Fort Worth foodie community because it's ever growing and there's so many wonderful people. And we've just been really blessed to have those people um, guide us along the way. Yeah. What an inspiring and encouraging conversation just to hear the story behind the pies and the story behind the brand. And if you haven't already, I would strongly encourage you to go check out St. Lucy's Pies. The first time we tried them, they were gone within minutes, minutes. And when I say them is because you can't pick just one either because they're just that good. So would encourage you to go check them out, follow along their story. And in case you missed any of today's truths and takeaways, I have wrapped them all up in a nice little package for you. So here they are. Number one, celebrate the wins in life, whether it's six pies or 6,000. Number two, invite your kids on the journey of life. Invite them into your story and go be part of theirs. Number three, have the courage to draw the line. Sometimes you have to say enough is enough for today. Work hard when you got to work and then work hard to take the time off. Number four, you can let competition defeat you or define you. Number five, there's room for everybody. Everybody has something different to bring to the table. Number six, do one thing and do that thing to the best of your ability. Number seven, as Lindsay said, everybody has a talent. Everybody has a craft. God gives each and every one of us something special, and it's up to you to figure out what that something special is and how you're going to use it in your life. And lastly, go savor the moment and do something that you haven't done before. I hope that you will take some time today or this week or in this season of life to find a few extra moments to savor, to find a few things that you've never done before and go out there and do them and maybe even take a little pie with you along the way. And just remember that there's room for you. So don't hold your light back from shining just because you think there's already enough lights shining. It's not yours. Thanks for tuning in today's episode. Thanks for sticking around. And if you haven't already, I would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. So many more great conversations to come. So I'll see you then. And until next time. 